Hello, this is Anthony Malikian, the editor of Waters Technology. Before you listen to this podcast, just a fair warning. There's a lot of cursing on this uh, episode. Most of it's gratuitous. Some of it is actually involves the names of people involved in the GameStop story. So if you're sensitive to that kind of language, we recommend you don't listen to it. Also, if you have kids, impressionable young people around you, perhaps wear headphones. Anyway, we hope you enjoy um, and we hope that you don't mind the language. Welcome to episode 225 of the Waters Waveland podcast. I'm your host, Weishan, and as usual, I have Tony here with me today. Hey, T, how's it going? I would like the audience to know that it took about six takes to get to her to finally say my name. So we're off to a flying start, uh, Weishan, aren't Fuck we? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, today we're going to be talking about the shit show that is GameStop. And uh, to do that, uh, we're bringing on our new GameStop editor, Rebecca Natal. Hey, Reb, welcome to the show. Hi, happy to be here. Are you, Reb? Are you really happy to be here? No. Or are you sweating profusely and really nervous right now? It is that. It is the latter. Um, it's been almost two years since I've been back, and <laughs> nothing has gotten easier about it. So. <laughs> has it really been two years? Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Shen, it was such a train wreck when James and I had her on. It was just watching her do it. It was it like it was like we were torturing her, but it was amazing to watch just this petrified being sitting in front of a microphone, just talking in this mon- monotone voice, staring straight ahead, not at James and I, who are in the room with her. It was funny as hell to watch. I <laughs> should have recorded it. I'm glad they didn't. I refute the word like torturing me it was torture by all <laughs> definitions <laughs> well reb we figured you've had two years you know now to kind of get used to the idea of talking to other people you know and so maybe this won't <laughs> go so so bizarrely but uh <laughs> well there was the whole pandemic so my talking to people skills have just plummeted <laughs> while you're from, on a stream <laughs> from an already very low starting point <laughs> So, the audience, just let them know, Reb uh, texts me and is like, are you following this whole GameStop thing? And I'm like, Max Bowie just handed me a 4,000 word feature on broker fees. So no, let suffice it to say, I have not been paying attention to Twitter and the interwebs, uh, but it has overtaken the whole world. I was news hour uh and they actually had andrew uh raw uh of um too big to fail fame come on and talk about it so when i when i when i watch it on pbs that's when i know that uh that shit is getting real what is pbs uh, public broadcasting uh system it's a it's a it's paid for by taxpayer dollars so they basically just give you the news in a very bland way xyz did this and stuff like that but anyway when pbs which is this staid and hoary kind of uh show starts talking about gamestop uh i knew it was time to go and have reb and uh enlighten me on what was going on but for our listeners who maybe don't know uh reb why don't you tell us about what what this whole gamestop uh controversy is sure sure i can't imagine they don't know but I will try my best um, to give the TLDR of it. 
too long didn't read for you ki- for you old folk at home that don't know. And that is a term from Reddit, which is who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a subreddit called Wall Street Bets, um, which is essentially a um, a forum for just absolutely insane memes <laughs> and bad ve- investment advice. Like that's what it is. And they they market themselves as like 4chan if they found a Bloomberg terminal. So about six months ago, a couple of these guys on this forum, which, by the way, has two million uh, subscribers on just this thread alone, Jesus. Um, realized that or they believed that GameStop's val- um, stock value was much lower than it should have been. It was trading at like $4 per share in August. And so, sorry, I'll just cut in real quickly. For those who don't know what GameStop is, there might be people listening. I don't, I don't know if GameStop even exists in Europe and in Asia. It's um, it's a it's a it's a brick and mortar store. I guess they have online services, but um, it's a store that you go and buy video games, or you can sell back old video games for a fraction of their price. Um, I literally just bought a. PlayStation 4, not the 5, I got the 4, and I bought it from a GameStop. So that's what GameStop is for anybody who doesn't know. It's kind of going the way of Blockbuster in that I can't imagine that this store is going to exist in five years' time, but who the hell knows? Anyway, take it away. I think they have uh, online sales, which, well, contributed to its uh, share price. But because well I, I I went well maybe they do but oh, let me just put it this way I went to go buy my PlayStation Four and I just wanted to order it right from them, and I had to go into the store and I was like how in the, how am I buying a video game in the 21st century and having to go into the store but that could just be me maybe that's just Brooklyn I don't know I digress. <laughs> <laughs> well yes so. Uh... It's a store that, like, nobody goes to other than Tony, I guess, anymore. <laughs> and little kids. <laughs> When's the last time anyone went to a GameStop? I don't know. I, I would think that everything's done online now, which actually their online sales were way up, um, according to their earnings report, uh, mm-hmm. which was released, like, two weeks ago. But before we even get there, these Redditors, who are mostly amateur day traders um, that use Robinhood, um they kind of take uh they they start having a bone to pick with two hedge funds in particular which is melvin capital management and citron research which both had really big short positions on the stock and they publicized these short positions um they basically shit all over gamestop as a company um for the last couple months these redditors didn't like that they came up with the idea that they should short squeeze these hedge funds and they realized they could because GameStop is or was the most shorted stock in the entire stock market. So fast forward to earlier this month, um, GameStop comes out with a decent-ish earnings report. Um, They report their online sales are up by like 300%, something like that. And they recently installed a new uh, board member, who is Ryan Cohen, the co-founder of Chewy.com. And all of these uh, short positions 
I'm, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Is, did you lose your train of thought because Reb or because Wei Shen laughed at Chewy.com? Was yeah, that I why did, you, you lost? <laughs> I, I lost the bullet point. <laughs> I'm sorry. For those that don't know, Chewy.com is a pet uh, pet food supply, I think, uh, distributor. Yeah. 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 Not an S&M uh, distributor. You said it. Oh, I just... This is a nightmare. Jen, your giggle gave it away as to what you were thinking. Oh. All right. So. Could you hear the breath leave my lungs? <laughs> I was like, oh shit, she thinks I'm a fraud. <laughs> oh, I'm reading off my fucking notes. Oh my god, you have notes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fucking do, no, no, continue, continue, continue. All right. Okay, all right. get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the past, you know, in the past two weeks, taking all of this into account, the the Redditors start buying up the stock like crazy between like $4 to $8 a share. And then I lost it. <laughs> it's so complicated. I don't know what to go to next. Well, how about this? Let's go with this. Let me help you out here. Let, let, let's come in with some questions. First of all, question. why don't you tell us who it was? What is the main Redditor's name that yeah, was leading this charge? So it's a guy who goes by the name of Deep Fucking Value, right? He also do we, that, to, do we have to bleep it out since it's a name? No, that's his name. We're keeping that in. Okay. That is his name. Sorry for all y'all listening. That's his name. So he's he's like the the rally crier, you know. If we want to liken this to the Capitol riots, he's that guy in the Viking helmet. All right. So that's Deep Fucking Value, also known as Roaring Kitty, on his YouTube channel. <laughs> Right. I just actually had a look at the uh, at his latest post, which was four days ago, and it was like a live stream. And actually, is seven hours long, seven <laughs> hours. Okay, a live stream for seven hours, and like yeah. you can look at the top chat replay, and it's Ryan Cohen, bless you, cheers, DFV, bro, what a move, what a move. I don't know. I'm just reading some That's random exactly shit. It. That's exactly <laughs> the vibe of the subreddit. It, it's just, it's got like heinous vibes. But so deep fucking value over the past couple months dumped seven hundred thousand dollars of his money into the stock. Today, his stock is now worth seven million because the stock went up over seven hundred percent. And let's give uh, the credit Damn. to your sources there, Reb. Yeah, uh, that was from Vice. There you go. Yes, yeah. I don't want you all to think that Reb has been doing deep reporting no. on this. <laughs> this is just um, her on on Twitter all day. There's a lot day. of people talking about deep fucking value, but Vice gave me the, the numbers. Yes, okay, very good. And so, there are a lot of... I guess, interesting things here. I'll read from Reb's own notes here where she writes, GameStop's problem now is that it has a negative float, meaning it has issued more shares than are actually available, meaning that even if every single short seller wanted to cut their losses and close their positions, they would be unable to do so because the shares don't exist. According to posters on Wall Street Bets, this has allowed its traders to take the stock hostage. Expand maybe on that. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's cite again, because I know that's like an amalgamation of many different 
things that were said on Vice and Yahoo Finance and let's just let, let's just put that. it this way her sources are in some ways vice wall street journal maybe business insider i don't know if you looked at their stuff uh, and and a bunch of other stuff none of this is original reporting none of this none of this i was i'm just so incredibly online yes and that's all you need to know about me yes what was the question <laughs> Why? Uh, the issue that the stock, uh, that GameStop's problem is that it has negative float and how that has allowed um, Wall Street bets to take the stock hostage. Yeah. So maybe expand on that a bit. Yeah, because when you short sell, oh God, remember some, never mind. When you short sell, <laughs> you don't own the stock, right? You borrow it from someone who does and then you bet that it'll fail if you bet for the price to drop and when it drops you're supposed to buy it back and you make money but why can't if they if they wanted to leave their position now why is that difficult because the shares don't exist exactly. they have all the shares have been bought by these reddit users and 68 percent of again vice gave vice uh, had this figure 68% of all the shorted shares were shorted on margin. So they were, they're not owned by these, these hedge funds. They can't, yeah. they can't cover their positions. Yeah. Okay. Only a portion of them can be covered. Right. And, and so at, at huge losses, obviously. Right. Right. And so the thing about this Reddit community is it, the thing about Reddit, all of its subreddits is it's incredibly hive minded. Um, just like a lot of 4chan and, you know, uh, not, not to get into other crazy things that happen on these forums, but they, they, they usually get this like prevailing overarching message in these threads and like the overwhelming majority, if not everyone in these threads stick to what this overarching aim is. So they're all trying to hold, buy and hold, like nobody's selling it. And when you look on the forums, they're all saying, hold, 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 hold. Um, diamond, what's it called? Di have diamond hands, something like that. Yeah, diamond have handling or hands. something like that. Yeah, diamond handing or handling. As in and diamonds or as in Jamie Diamond? Yes, to both. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just saw this like earlier and I was like, oh, what's diamond handling mean? Like, Okay, yeah, no, it's, just needs to. Oh, was that a legitimate question, Tony? It's diamond, like a ring. I, I did. Yes, I didn't understand, <laughs> you know, what okay. you were saying, whether it was diamond or diamond. I thought you were making Jamie a diamond. weird joke. I was not. <laughs> it is basically emojis, Tony. Think about it in the, you know, the new world. You know, I know it's a little bit hard for you since you are you know, a little bit. Of Just each. remember, but, uh, I can fire you both for anything <laughs> that is said on this podcast. So. <laughs> you you could, but you, you don't want to. That's the thing. Yeah, then I'd have to do the podcast on my own. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me ask you this, uh, Reb. How did, because uh, one of my favorite angles of this is how Elon Musk came into this oh. uh, piece. Elon Musk, yes. The omnipotent man. He's just everywhere. And this Elon Musk gets on uh, Twitter yesterday at 4.08 p.m. And he tweets, Game Stonk, with two exclamation points, and a link to the Wall Street Bets subreddit. Hold on, I'm going to cut it. I, I got to cut it in here. 
stunk, and I and I'm pretty sure I got this right, but I'm genuinely asking this question. I'm not doing it to be funny. I'm not doing. I'm doing it to clarify for anybody who might. Stunk means like uh, thick, like it's building up, like a like a like a like a cat is a big fat cat is stunk. Is is that correct? <laughs> I have never heard anything close to what you're talking about. What does stunk mean? I don't. I think it's just nonsense. I think you're wrong about this. But anyway, go on. I'll look that up while I you're mean, talking. I think, it's just, I think it's just, like, a meme term, but I don't know, like, why. Uh, see, that's the thing about you kids. You just use meme, but you don't You don't actually try I and understand. For this moment. Okay, here, here it is. Stonk is internet slang and a deliberate misspelling of stock. As wow. trading in the stock market, it is often used to refer wow. to such stock and finance more generally in a humorous or ironic way, especially to comment on financial losses. Yes, wait, I, I did know what that meant. Yeah, well, Wei Shen told you what it meant. So anyway, go on with <laughs> Elon Musk. Other memes. Anyway, Elon Musk tweets game stonk and he tweets that he's hanging out in the Wall Street Bets Discord. And all... And so, what time does the market close? Five, right? No, four. Yeah. All right. Well, he tweeted at four oh eight p.m. So I'm not. Maybe everyone jumped on this morning. I'm not. There's sure. after hours trading. There's late trading. Oh, like. okay. All right. So it prompts it prompts even more people to start buying the stock, even though it's already really high after yesterday and the day before and Friday. Um, and the reason he does this, and he's just he's just shilling pretty much about GameStop is because the Melvin Capital Management guy, God, what's his name? Who Anyone cares? Know? All right. He shorted Tesla and Elon Musk famously hates short sellers of Tesla. Now I did see a meme that said Tesla or that said GameStop is still more accurately valued than Tesla. So maybe he'll come for whoever, um, for the company of, that whatever that guy owns next. Sorry, did you just ask me something there? I literally went to go get a beer. <laughs> I was hoping that that I could go get a beer before you would finish your Elon Musk thing. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately, that didn't happen. To you. I just heard a pause when I got back on, so I thought I was supposed to jump in. <laughs> anyway, okay, continue. okay, but. But, but wait, okay. Since since, since uh, I mean, this whole thing is about going against the hedge funds, which is Melvin Capital Management and uh, Citron Research. You know what does that mean for uh, what what kind of message does that send to other investors? Uh, what do you what do you think? And from your observation of uh, you know what you've been looking at on Reddit. <laughs> um, I think it's a big old. Uh, fuck you from I I think I think that they're sending a message even even though it's ridiculous even though it's absurd that you know the game makers of the stock market the big institutions they do this shit all the time you know this is their day jobs and now because some outside entity the you know the people who aren't supposed to be the smartest guys in the room have outsmarted who is supposed to be the smartest guy in, in the room. I think it's going to, I think it, this does actually pose like a real threat. Um, well, you know, and, and isn't it funny that, you know, that 
so because Andrew, so sorry to jump in, but so on PBS, um, I'll just keep on dropping that to make myself sound smart here since I'm very stupid on this subject. Um, he was saying and, and Sorkin's his book Too Big to Fail was amazing. The movie was great, too. Um, his coverage of the financial crisis, everybody was reading him um, in 2008, 9, um, 2007, um, you know, just because he had. Every CEO on Wall Street wanted to talk to him. But the whole thing is he has that kind of insider, like in order to keep that, he kind of does sometimes, I feel, shill for, you know, the whoever it is that helps him to kind of get inside information. And obviously these Redditors are not his, you know, fan base, right? But so he was saying like stuff like, Oh well, this hurt. This this hurts pensioners because pensioners, you know, they they're the ones that are investing in you know mom and pop kind of stuff. It's like, listen, well, this isn't Pimp, Pimco didn't go under uh, overnight. No. Fidelity didn't go o- under overnight. Stop trying to use mom and pop investors got screwed and pensioners got screwed because right. of this. That's so stupid. And then it's just it's so freaking telling that you know. Like, because I am a free markets person and these guys, what they were doing was right out in the open. So you can't say that this was like a pump and dump scheme or something like that. This was out in the open. They're saying hold. And so you have all these free market hedge funds now being like, oh, God, you know, can you please come in and save us? You know, it's like they got to like I was reading one. uh uh, one person said, uh, you know, a hedge fund is angry because a bunch of people got together, pulled a ton of money and bought stocks in the hopes of massively profiting at the expense of someone else. It's <laughs> like, yeah, what the hell? What is your argument about this? I didn't have NASDAQ coming out and saying, let's freeze uh, the market and stuff like that, which that was just special. I'm sorry. Please go on. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a huge it's a it's a massive transfer of wealth actually from the uber rich to the middle and middle upper class that was completely independent of government or taxation or anything like that. It was literally crowdfunded wealth redistribution. That's okay. We're gonna keep in there. (laughs) It was crowdfunded wealth redistribution. But but here's the funny thing though. So like a lot of these amateur day traders, they are trading through uh, uh, apps like or sites like Robinhood, right? Mm-hmm. And Citadel pays Robinhood for their order flow. So technically, yeah. who's gaining from them? Oh, Wall Street's on both sides of this. You know, mm. you have your Citadel made money, BlackRock made money, but then you have your guys in the middle. Citadel had to buy out or, or had to, even though I'm sure they yes. made money, but didn't they have to kind of basically save Melvin Capital? Yep. No. They put, they put in some money to, uh, they injected some cash into Melvin. Yes. Yeah, so lot- they did save them though. Yeah. Or I don't know if they maybe have gone under since then. But anyway, I, I know that they, they might have played both well, sides of the street on this one. They did. Um, but actually, Point72, I think, invested much more money than Citadel did in Melvin Capital. Um, and coincidentally, this I just saw this before we jumped on this um, call, actually not coincidentally, but Melvin Capital actually <laughs> manages money on behalf of Point72. Because yeah. so, they're it, all former uh, SAC, uh, SAC Capital, um, Stephen Cohen people, right? Like, or a lot of their employees come from there. So um, Point72, so Melvin Capital has taken a 30% hit. In, in out of nearly 
0.13 billion dollars in AUM. And I'm not sure of 0.72's AUM off the top of my head, but they've taken a 15% hit because of this. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, so the other interesting thing, I'm sorry, Weishan, what was the question that you just asked before I jumped to my thing? Because you did have a good question there, and then we kind of went down uh, the point. Man, like, what's what's the point? Because, like, uh, Reb, Reb said that, uh, you know, Wall Street is on both sides of uh, this whole thing, right? Because mm -hmm. Citadel, um, I mean, Redditors are kind of trying to screw over um, the hedge funds, right? But at the right. same time, Citadel is actually making money off of this uh, because uh, they are the ones they are they are managing the auto flow uh, from Robinhood. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, one one thing that uh, I, I one of the comments I saw uh, one of the I guess redditors or i don't know i can't remember if it was a redditor or a tweeter I, I i don't know anyway someone says that wall street always comes out ahead even if if it has to sacrifice a few of their children <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true you know the casino always wins right yeah <laughs> but wasn't it also funny that but no that 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 both the sec and um uh uh not john Kerry, somebody else was asked about um that and now everybody's like, oh, yeah, we got to look into it. It's like, well, what about short selling then? Like why? You know, I mean, short selling came under fire in 2008. It's what led to the collapse of Lehman and uh, mm -hmm. Bear Stearns and all the other ones that had to be bailed out and rescued. So it is funny that now they're like trying to say, even though this was all done in the open, yeah. there isn't any real pump and dump scheme here that can be seen. You know, um, unless there's ever any proof that comes out that the board members of GameStop were the actual people behind this, then, you know, I don't know that what you can really do, right? From yeah. from what the uh, from the Reddit page and also uh, Twitter, uh, I don't think, I mean, I personally don't think that it's the, the people, I mean, the board members of GameStop that are actually like leading this, but it would be interesting to see how, I mean, how long can these people hold on for, Yeah. right? Um, at the end of the day, they are uh, amateur day traders. How much, how much, and, and the reason for them to uh, investing in this is, well, essentially it's for them to make money, right? So mm -hmm. at some point they do have to cash out. What happens when they do cash out? Then it becomes like a mass selling and then <laughs> GameStop just drops again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I do think that is what happens, but I think just because there aren't, the shares don't exist, you know, there are there are too many shares bought than, than that exist. I think as long as they keep holding, it's just going to keep going well, up let me let me just jump in here and just say for our loyal listeners at home as usual Wei Shen asked a question that is very technical that we have absolutely no expertise on and we <laughs> do not actually know what is going to happen <laughs> with no. this because we do not know the inside of trading we just cover technology in the capital markets we do not know about actual regulation and unwinding of trades much less how a short trade gets paid out if there aren't actually shares of a stock available <laughs> i'm sorry boy shen as usual trying to catch people off guard it's what makes her a great journalist <laughs> just we hate it when she does it to us <laughs> but we always like that she's uh interested about that what i would like to then just talk about is so reb 
back in God, God February, maybe it was. Uh, the cover of I think the February issue was uh, it was a big picture of a of a bull with the headline "Data Mining is Bullshit." Uh, had a guy from Goldman Sachs I can't remember his name who basically he's the one that said that. Um, maybe talk a little bit about how that um, discussion that was that yet that that article from February kind of there were there were shadows of that in this. Yeah, so um, the guy's name is Matthew Rothman, uh, managing director at Goldman Sachs, and he gave a talk, um, yeah, it was in February of 2020, so back when life was still normal, and he, Here in the U.S., Shen was under lockdown, and you, you that, consider so it, you know? <laughs> I am an asshole. <laughs> I didn't expect you to say no. <laughs> What'd you say? Did you expect me to dispute that? <laughs> dispute that you're an asshole, Reb. Dispute that you're an asshole. <laughs> no, not at all. No. <laughs> anyway, nor continue. Should, nor should you. Um, Matt Matt Rothman gave a a, a talk titled at the Quandel um, Data Conference called uh, the Data Mining: The Unoriginal Sin, and he opens it. Uh, one of his first opening uh, statements was, are you willing, he asked the audience, are you willing to take the risk of investing on bullshit? Or do you think that by not investing in what might be bullshit, you're leaving alpha on the table and you're going to lose to people who are more comfortable potentially investing in bullshit? Or they just found something really cool and your own minds are really shallow. And what he was talking about was um, data mining, alt data mining, um, web scraping, sentiment analysis, all of these terms that have really popped up, especially in the alt data world over the past, I don't know, five, five, 10 years. He says when he joined Goldman Sachs, however many years ago, um, the dirtiest word you could call someone was a data miner because they would come up with all kinds of spurious correlations and, and meaningless patterns in their data. And they would be like, this is something. Um, and how this ties into GameStop and Reddit is, you know, when it comes to these alt data companies that are supposed to be doing online sentiment analysis and tracking consumer sentiment, um, online web scraping, they tout that they are, you know, monitoring like things like Twitter, Facebook, reputable news sources, things like that. But for six months, Redditors had this bubbling beneath the surface um, on a website with half a billion users, plus some, um, and nobody noticed. And then today, Business Insider writes a story that um, Eagle Alpha has seen insane demand for Reddit, um, Reddit data sets he, and, and um, a couple of these other companies. So it seems like they're going to pay attention now, but it seems like a case of too little too late. Is that because, you know, because Reddit has, I've never been on, like, I don't, Reddit I always thought was, like, you got to be, like, a hardcore, I, I just don't even know, like, I've heard, like, if you try and go on and comment on stuff and you don't know the proper lingo and stuff, then you just <laughs> get absolutely destroyed, and it sounded yeah, like, it, it doesn't it kind of, like, feed into, like, the crazy, the QAnon kind of stuff and, and all that other weird shit? Like, I, I don't know Reddit that well, uh, yet again, yeah. me and my ignorance. I mean, 
all that stuff absolutely exists on Reddit, and it's usually the reason Reddit makes headlines, which is why everyone thinks that's all it is. But there, like, you can go on our cute animal pictures, and you can just scroll on pictures of little tiny kittens and puppies and ducks all day if you want. Like, it, it, uh-huh. it has very benign corners too. It's so huge. why? That's so if, if it's got such a huge audience, why weren't all these so-called sentiment? analysis alternative data fund you know vendors that that are all about twitter and they love to talk about twitter yeah. and facebook and everything well, why weren't they there it's a philosophical question really is what i think like it's a major blind spot and it's that you know just to kind of relate not that this has anything to do with the rise of QAnon and the capital riots but things online like this is the lesson you can take away from both gamestop and reddit and the capital riots and QAnon is that online is real life now they're not separated like you have to pay attention to the crazies online because they find each other and they form groups and they have real world impacts so the point so like when you have you know these online sentiment scrapers that only look at you know news from the ft nyt and like various other outlets from around the world reputable ones it makes sense. They don't want to wade through all the bullshit that does exist on Reddit, that does exist on Twitter, that does exist online, because there's so much of it. They don't want to wade through it. It, it takes probably huge man and compute power. But if they don't, like, that's willful ignorance. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it, it's it's something that we're going to have to start, like, anytime that we talk, you know, any any alternative data provider that's listening to us now, you'll have to answer for this in the future, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that's not just from us or customers, I'm sure, being like, what the hell, guys? I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, if you, uh, I mean, I, I'm not on Reddit very often because I feel that it's just hard, I mean, for me personally, anyway, to to read through it because there's so many uh, rabbit holes that you can go down, right? And mm-hmm. I think that is the hard that is the the hard part. So, if an alternative data provider were to include this, include Reddit in their, uh, I guess, data offering, I wonder how that would be. I wonder how that offering would look like, and how would it be used to either provide signals or, um, I I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know where my question's going. But the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to my life, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rev, you were also saying that one of the other challenges of these forums is there's a lot of inside lingo jargon. There's a lot yeah. of memes. There's a lot of pictures, and oh, obviously, a lot so of this lies is too. That's really important. A lot of what? Lies. Lies. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but that's true of Twitter too, right? And people yeah. are all over Twitter, so or the sentiment analysis is all over Twitter, right? No, absolutely. I, but yeah, no, it, the question goes to how do you mo- how do you find the the needle in the haystack, which is said by everyone that I speak to, and I hate it. But really, it is needle in a haystack, and there's so much hay. That's the problem. Mm. All right. So final question then, and then we'll move on. But what was, if you had to give me two or three of your favorite memes, I know for myself... One that had me laughing was from uh, Bill Hartz uh, on Twitter. He said, uh, five richest people uh, in the world, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Bernard Arnault, and Poopy McFace. (laughs) 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 
to make fun of redditors' names and stuff like that is what he was it's, saying. I, that ha- that's probably somebody's real username. <laughs> I would put so much money on it. Do you, do you have a, a personal favorite that uh, stemmed from this? You know, I'm looking through my Twitter likes from today, and I'm realizing how many things I like today, and it's kind of shameful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know what? There's one. There's so there's one. That you guys can't see it though, but it says GameStop sitting amongst Tesla and Amazon after Reddit users make it a Fortune 500 company, and it's a picture of a boardroom with a bunch of serious-looking guys with laptops out, and then you have Big Bird also. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I liked this one because anybody who's ever traded in a game at GameStop will get this one. And so uh Jeremy Layton uh tweeted a share of Game Stock uh, GameStop stock is currently valued at three hundred forty four dollars, which means a game uh, means at a GameStop uh would buy it from you for twelve seventy five. <laughs> which is just about how they notoriously just rip you off uh on the buyback uh things that they have. That's so funny. That's so wait, don't they literally like you can buy a new game for like I don't I don't know how much games cost, okay? I'm not a freaking nerd. But <laughs> yeah. They it's like new and then you try to sell it back to them and they'll give you like five dollars. You could buy it literally like a, so a game costs a new game could cost up for like seventy five dollars, something like that. And you could go buy it, return that same exact game the very next day, which they'll put right back on the shelf for basically <laughs> the same exact price, and they'll sell it to you for like 20 percent uh or you know for 20 percent of what you actually bought it for and uh and how you mean they'll is- buy it from you yes 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 they'll buy it back don't correct me way shen but yes <laughs> you said they would, they'll sell it back to you You're like why would you buy it again <laughs> they'll sell it back to you for the same price to buy it from you for 20 percent of what you paid for it how was their stock in the toilet that seems like a fantastic business model I think Amazon cut them out, but uh, RMS uh, had a RMS had a, a funny tweet. I don't know if he was the originator or if he just stole it from somebody else and tried to uh, pass it off himself. But Rob McKenzie Smith, a report on risk, and anybody who knows the meme with Captain Phillips with the Somali pirate looking yeah. at uh, Tom Hanks saying, "Look at me, I'm the captain now." Uh, it's that same scene with "Look at us, we are the hedge funds now," which that just <laughs> made me laugh my ass off. So I do have one more, which is really funny. Okay. I already sent it to you. Shen, maybe you like this too. And it, it, it's not a meme, but it's just a really funny tweet. Oh, you're laughing at the hedge fund that got juked by Reddit? Well, they're bankrupt now. Are you laughing now? Is it funny that a bunch of MBAs are out of a job? Can you laugh knowing they're explaining to their investor that they were outmaneuvered by potato in my ass? <laughs> Yes, yes, we can, folks. So I think that that's the most important thing that came out of this is they, these are the days like I, I want to quit Twitter so bad. It's days like today that I was just so happy just to have Twitter and just be scrolling through it, all the funny, funny memes that were coming out of it. And that's why it's like uh, it's like heroin, man. I just I can't kick this shit. Just too good. Um, I all right. that on a public forum. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know let's hear how long have we been going for i guess you know we were gonna do uh tv shows that we hate basically i we, we i wanted to talk about how much i hate the tv show bridgerton and i think it shows the fall of our society because it's so dumb and so many people like it but 
Yeah, I just don't know that we that we just have the time anymore, so we might have to save that one. <laughs> have you heard we of the Kardashians? It. I'm sorry, what? Have you heard of the Kardashians? If your problem is things being dumb and people liking it. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> do not even get me started. <laughs> 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 you know what? You're Tony, on the Tony will never for the next ever three months. <laughs> Tony will never ever diss the Kardashians. Never. Oh, listen, that's right. Armenian listen, gang. Listen. Yes. All right. Fine. The TV show's dumb. The whole family's vapid. Kim Kardashian has been fighting for improperly incarcerated people for years. She's studying to get a degree so she can help people who are improperly incarcerated or get out of jail. You all are a bunch of shallow pieces of, I guess I'm probably not allowed to say this on the podcast where HR can hear me, huh? All right, never mind. We'll have this discussion offline, but uh, I guess until next week. (laughs) Until next week, uh, we'll see you then. (laughs) Take care.